0: This is Unique Radio. Follow us on social media at We Unique Radio. That's We Unique Radio.
1: So everybody, check this out. We're back, and I want to explain why I'm doing this podcast. Because everybody has asked me, "What made you wait this long?" or "What made you do it?" and and I got I gotta say. There's a few reasons why I wanted to do a podcast. One of them is to have a unplugged connection with our fans, the industry, and just give an inside look of what's going on uh, in the history of my life and also my car lifestyle, relationships, and I feel that it's, 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 you know, when we're doing the TV show, how can you really know Will Castro in 43 minutes? Right. Uh, I, I'll give you a, a story. It'll be a short story. <laughs> but about 13 years ago, my mom is in a grocery store and she's shopping for some groceries. And this lady stops her and goes... You're Will Castro's mom, aren't you? And she goes, yeah. She goes, why is he so mean? <laughs> 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 so that's one of the reasons why we're having a podcast. Right. Um, no, I'm not always mad. Um, there's 365 days a year, unless there's a what, the leap year or something like that or whatever. Yeah. Be, <laughs> whatever they might take. A day I don't off even know day. what day it is. I don't right. know. But what happens is, Yes. I do get upset if my, the deadlines, we don't meet them or we're falling behind, mm. but that may only be 200 of the days. Right. Maybe it's more <laughs> than normal. Maybe there's more, but I am happy the other hundred and something days. Right. So we want to be able to give that connection that, no, mm-hmm. I'm normal. I'm not mean. Right. But I'm human. I have good days and I have bad days like everybody else, but it's hard for me to connect with the fans in 44-an-hour for show. Right. You know, because we have the stars, we have the cars, we have Team Unique, and I have a lot of guys, you know, that, right. that help me build the cars and, and able to deliver this for, for our clients right? Uh, to do a great show. And there's a specific format. Right. Well, it, it, I mean, it, they cover everything that they got to cover. Right. But it's just... This podcast is really, we can connect on a lot of different angles. You know, it's just like sure. I feel a little bit more free, you know, um, because of the fact that, you know, I can actually, you know, say what I want, basically. To, a, to an extent. <laughs> right. You know, but uh, that's really it. I mean, it's just like, you know, th- people don't really get to know me. They really don't. They right. think they do. Right. You think you know well, but you have no idea. You no, know, I'm a chameleon. So right. just so you know. When you really
2: think you got me, he's a karma it chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are, nice.
0: Are you like an are you like an onion? Will where you just have to peel it one layer at a time, um, and, and when you get towards the middle, it'll just make you weep even more because you're so touched by what you're finding out.
2: Look at you, the uh, Maharashi over there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I that's why I want to do the podcast. It's just. It's something fun it's free right um, it's something that we can give to our fans our listeners uh, a different take than what you see on on the TV show right um, it's gonna be more about the history um, I have 30 years in this business right there's a huge journey I don't think we're gonna be able to cover it in no. about 30 shows of throughout the the weeks that we're doing this podcast weekly right I might even start dropping. A show in between the week. You Let's should not get crazy. I think no, no, we're not. No, listen to <laughs> me. I like. I'm telling you, if Jimmy knows how to let me use this equipment, I'll be coming down here and I'll just be starting to do a podcast. I told you <laughs> that special guest. I, I said mean, you should just
2: God. you should just take advantage of the fact that people can't see this beautiful studio that we do the show out of. But I mean, top of the line equipment. So you might as well just go out and take advantage of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, And I then mean, we're going
0: to come back and listen to it, and it's going to be like, so, today's book I read about <laughs> Huckleberry Finn, it's going to be like the most off-the-wall, <laughs> random stuff right. that he's just going into. We're like, Well, what are you doing here? He's yeah. like, oh, I'm talking about a cake recipe. No, I mean... <laughs>
3: Will's well, going to have, like, 30 shows in the can when we come back the next day. That'll yeah. be
1: – oh, man, you know, forget it. If I have a, a bottle of wine – <laughs> He's got, it. like, a it's beard. He, he just he we'll locks have like himself in We'll you know, have, like, different ones. We'll yeah. have different shows. Right. So what the podcast is not going to be the same as what you see on TV. Right. This is going to be a different show. It's going to give you a different look, uh, a different feel. Um, but, you know, it's going to be about sports, music. Car lifestyle. Whatever you feel like talking about. Whatever I feel like talking about. That's the beauty. You know, um, this week, it's been a hectic week. Yeah. It really has. Um, We're prepping, we're doing a lot of things, expanding. Right. Um, We took in too many cars. We did way too many. Yeah. And and, and listen, people get to see my Instagram and, and my Twitter and they're like, wow, Will has a lot of family photos and stuff. Well, that's, listen to me. What I do for a living is cars. I've been blessed to be able to do that because that's not really a job. But first and foremost is my family. And by the way, big shout out to my sister. I'm sorry. I got to do a shout out. That's all right. Happy birthday to Dawn. She's out there in Texas. Happy birthday. Love you. I will see you soon, uh, future Mr. and Mrs. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, my, my, my sister's getting married. Uh, we're going out there uh, this summer. Uh so that, I'm looking forward to that. But happy birthday, Dawn. I know you're listening. So I just, you know, family first and then cars first. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, both at the same time, Yeah, both at the same time. Um, but I do obviously love my, my family way more than cars. What I do for a living is not what I am. It's what I do.
2: And that's why this podcast is going to be indicative of that, because there's obviously the cars in your life. It's just too big of an influence on who you are that there's going to be cars featured on this show. It's just inevitable. But it doesn't define you to the point where every show is just going to be I have to talk about cars. No, you know, a lot of interesting people who are successful, who have a lot of interesting lives. And it's about not only getting to the center of who they are, but also just telling your story by talking to other successful people who you share a lot in common with. Absolutely.
1: Yes, I'm inspired for for a lot of reasons. I mean, I get to meet a lot of different people in my business. Um, And a lot of my clients, they become very, very good friends of mine. And that's when I tell them, I don't want to do your car no more. Right. Because I don't want to ruin that friendship. And they don't understand that sometimes. It's just, no, I don't, when you see me, I don't want you thinking I want to get a check from you. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I just want to hang out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just going to kick it. We'll get, you know, we'll have a drink, we'll have some dinner.
2: Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm becoming a bad salesman. I don't (laughs) know. That's not true. But that's why you have the client base that you have. Because anyone with somewhat normal to above normal logic, you can tell when someone's always trying to sell you something and trying to just get that check cut. But with you, it's not like that. It's like, if you need me to do work, I'll do it. But you want to maintain the relationships and you look at it like a friendship and people can sense that. And that's why you have... The client base that you have because you are real and you are genuine and that's why this podcast again is going to be awesome because people are going to see the, that side of you that the people see the clients see behind the scenes well we i mean i'm
1: i'm really happy that jimmy really encouraged me to to be like yo well we need to do a podcast and i'm like uh and i'm like all right let's do it and now it's like i could see Five how it later. could be coming yeah it could <laughs> be coming in, well, I'm learning how to be disciplined. Good things I, take I'm time. Paid, they yeah, do. And I like to be patient now on things. I don't like to rush into things. But you know, I'm really happy that we're doing the podcast and you know, we got a great, great team and you know, Medina, yourself Rick and Jim, you know, I think we have a great, great DJ, formate. Bobby Castro. Yeah, yeah, that's not yeah, listen. Bobby gets very sensitive when that happens he's a sensitive DJ, guy yes dj but bobby butterbean cash right. <laughs> just because we mentioned your yeah, name, just you because we had you had to yeah. get that one bob but uh no bobby is doing some great music he's doing original music um, you know he signed to the willpower uh things are really going well i'm really happy with the direction we're doing uh, we're getting a lot of people in the industry involved we're getting a lot more requests on the emails absolutely um you know please tell a friend uh the more that we grow the better it is going to reach um so thank you so much for listening always you know what i'm saying I absolutely mean, it's, just, uh, it's all for you so yeah um so i won't take up any more time so what do you think medina <laughs> did i do all right
0: <laughs> you did you did all right i think you did all right
1: All right. I mean, I'm just, you know, basically letting people know that, you know, the podcast is going to be different than the show. Um, I want it to be funny. I want it to be, you know, uh, have some background on stories that we can't cover on our show because it's just, it it takes too long. Right. It really does. You know, we got some, uh, you know, a lot of people that we covered. I mean, so many, man. We just—I could kill the throwback. I got so many archives. Yeah. <laughs> I could just—I just could keep, you know, just keep rolling them out. We but, gotta go into your vault. But I think I'm going to. I think I'm gonna bring out some of the Lambo Kings. I think I'm gonna start bringing some of that stuff out. Uh, you know, just um, got so much history. But check it out, everybody. We got a great show coming up. I got a good friend of mine, Sephiroth, coming up next, and we're gonna talk about how Ice T, the rapper, influenced him on his business name and business. So you don't wanna miss this. Unique Radio.
4: I'm very close friends with Ice-T. I'm sitting on his couch, he's playing video games because he's a big gamer. I'm not a big gamer but I was just you know chilling in you know, his house, just relaxing and I'm sitting there like, man I gotta come up with a name for this and I told him I was going into the vinyl business and all of a sudden I look to my left and right on the wall is the poster from his documentary Const- movie yep. called Art of Rap. So I'm I sitting there and I was like, man, that's perfect. But he goes, no, no, shut up, shut up. I'm playing, I'm playing. So I'm like, no, no, you got to get off that for a second. He's like, I'm not done, I'm not done. So he gets done. And he's like, what? I'm like, would it be cool with you? I'd want your blessing. Could I call the business Art of Rap? And he just smiles from ear to ear and he said, yo, that's dope, do it. This segment of Unique Radio is powered by the legendary
3: brands of Harmon International, including JBL, AKG, and Soundcraft. Connected car, connected services, lifestyle audio, or professional solutions, the brands of Harman International have you covered. Visit them on the web at harman.com, H-A-R-M-A-N.com.
1: You can check out all my updates, everything on my social on Twitter and Instagram at Castro.
3: Hey, if you want to stay connected to the show, follow us on your favorite social media accounts at We Unique Radio. Listen to new episodes of Unique Radio every week on SoundCloud. And make sure you subscribe, like, and rate us on iTunes. You can find us at We Unique Radio.
1: Check it out, everybody. We back at Unique Radio, and I got a special guest, a good friend of mine, Seth Rose from The Art of Rap. My man is the guy, if you need something wrapped. If you want to do a cannonball run, if you want to do a special event, my man got it lit. So, welcome, Seth, to the Unique Radio Podcast. And let me tell you, you did inspire me to do this. What's up, Will? <laughs> What's going
4: on, buddy? Not much, not much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. You know, I love being on other people's podcasts. This because, is great. You know, yeah. I'm always the one doing the interviewing, and now I'm under the spotlight. So I kind of nice. like...
1: It. Yeah, so we got to make sure that we don't let him switch it on me, because right. people can do that. Like, yeah. Seth probably could switch it on Will, and then all of a sudden, he's interviewed. No, right. we're here to interview Seth. I want right. to know the man, the myth, all of this. You know, Seth, you, you got a lot of businesses, and you've been in this... Autumn- one thing I got to say about Seth, hold on, for you listeners, Seth has a lot of knowledge... About cars, yes, and exotic cars, all types of cars. So let's walk you, walk us through that right there. Let's start at the beginning.
3: Yeah, how did you get involved in cars? What, what, what got you into it?
4: Well, first as a child, I was Mister Car and Driver magazine. Okay, I still have my collection to this day. See, from like I have it from like nineteen eighty seven and up. I have probably about five years worth of Car and Drivers and. What I did was, I started reading them front to back. I didn't skip a beat. I started with the first advertisement all the way to the back classifies where you can try to get a law degree for thirty nine ninety nine. Nice. <laughs> anyway,
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend that thirty nine. I, I,
4: I wouldn't use you as an attorney if you had right. that law degree. But yeah, I. I that that was my passion. I loved information, and I would just read, concentrate, follow it all. I knew the charts. I read them and memorized the zero to 60 times the top speeds, the size of the engine. Um, And I wasn't a mechanical kind of kid. I was a computer kid. So it just intrigued me about all the performance of all the cars. And my parents weren't even car people. You know, they uh, they just had the good old family sedans. There was nothing fancy. But they had friends that had some nice cars, which I always, you know, gawked at as a kid. And I always wanted to, you know, I always wanted to buy a nice car eventually when I got my license. So I started out watching Car and Driver, you know, watching you know the uh, the show Auto Week on TV and reading Car and Driver. I love and, that show, and that was my thing. Right. And even though it was like a real stale, guy boy, still on He's still, there. Doing, still it, doing, doing it. Still doing it. Amazing. In like it? Rolling Hills, He's like the Bob Vila. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, One he's, show a week, <laughs> and, and he's <laughs> nice. so dry. And he is. But he makes Hit, it happen, and In that long voice longevity. is so recognizable. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And I watch it nonstop. Yeah. I still tivo the damn thing. Anyway, um. <laughs> still <coughs> so, got you hooked. Yeah, he does. But so that's when I started out with cars, and then it kind of, you know, led from there. From um, I actually bought my first project car when I was fifteen. Uh, I wanted to. I got a hold somehow of a J.C. Whitney magazine. Wow, interesting. Now, for a lot of people out there, you might not know what J.C. Whitney is, oh, but I you do. Can, you could probably Google <laughs> it and check it out. Yeah. <laughs> J.C. Whitney was what today's Harbor Freight is. Yes. Yes. Right. It's That's true. true. Um, it's kind of like a. Ma- it was a magazine that had anything. It was a in catalog, everything. right? It was a huge catalog. Yeah, it was, it was a catalog, and you can get anything automotive in it, basically. And they only specialized. Well, they did. They had everything in there. Like if you wanted floor mats, they had for every type of car. If you wanted uh, louvers for your back windows. Yes. They had it for every type of car. But they had one certain brand in there where they sold performance upgrades as well as body restyling upgrades, which was Volkswagen. Okay. They had for Volkswagen Beetles. And I, wow. and I wanted to build a dune buggy. <laughs> right. So my first car, it's crazy, my first car was a 1972 Volkswagen Super Beetle. That I bought from a local gas station. I saved up my. I used to deliver penny savers, which was like uh, newspaper circulars. Right. And I saved up my money, and my father took me over there, and I bought it. I couldn't drive. My father drove it home on some bogus, you know, license plate. Right. And it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was you like, get away with it back then. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Back then they didn't care. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> and my father drove it home. He parked it on the side of the house, and my mother took one look and said, "Oh no, what color was it?" It was blue. But it was like you know it had some rust on it something like was that. Was it a light? Was it the light blue or was it no, a no? It, it was like a royal blue. Okay, it was a royal, royal blue, blue one. Okay. had like a black vinyl interior, you know. <laughs> nice. And uh, I thought I was the man. I mean, it had like a an AM/FM cassette radio. Oh, wow. so you said, with with auto reverse. Oh, okay. The, 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 so tell me, <laughs> did you did you wind up doing those side muffler options. pipes? <laughs> no, what I wound <laughs> up doing was. I Now I had no more money. I paid two hundred and fifty dollars for this thing. right I Warked had no other, I had no other money. right. So now every week I was saving up like thirty dollars for my little paper route and stuff, and mm-hmm. I would do something else. So the first thing was the uh, it didn't have an alternator, it had a generator. Mm, so the wow. generator was shot. so I had to replace that. and so I learned how to do a little bit of mechanics on my own. I did it by myself and I bought a Chilton's manual, okay. Where'd you
1: get that? Did you get
4: that like at the Napa store? I bought that at like an eight auto store. Yeah, eight auto store was big back then. Yeah, it was big. So I bought a Chilton's manual for 20 bucks, and that told you everything that you needed to know about the car from front to back, how to disassemble, reassemble, and I kind of just self-taught. So I did that, and uh, it had some rust spots, so I bought like a little Bondo kit, and I sanded it down myself. Yeah, Wow. And and I was doing it myself, and then I started buying parts from J.C. Whitney, Long story short, uh, I never completed the car because <laughs> because at the time you know I was 15. By the time I was 17, I'm like, man, this thing's not done. I got to drive. I need something to drive. Mm-hmm. So I wound up selling it on uh, in the God the car buyers market, which was like another
1: car buyers and buy lines, buy lines, buy, buy lines was
4: so big back then. Okay, <laughs> this was before eBay. These regular printing, yeah. This is this old is, school yeah, stuff. This is old school. So uh, you used to put an ad in there. You used to pay per line. Like three dollars a line. Yeah,
1: I think fifteen dollars. You have a super duper crazy ad. Yeah,
4: twenty dollars. You had like front
1: page picture, (laughs) black and white,
4: and it almost popped at you too. You want bold letters on there? Yeah. (laughs) So I I had a bunch of guys showed up. A bunch of uh Hispanic guys showed up in a Hyundai Excel. I'll never forget it. They came in a Hyundai. Why is it got to be a Spanish guy? He really wanted that. Was it? Well, they came in a Hyundai Excel, and they were like. All right, well, you know, we'll give you $400. And I'm like, wow, I paid 250 This is good. Right. <laughs> like, we doing good here. I'm getting right. my money back. I Matching, was all excited. Break even is great. <laughs> yeah. So right. they had to drag it out because it wasn't running at the time. So they took it out with, like, a tow rope. And they couldn't even get it moving in first gear in a Hyundai Excel. So they, like, were grinding and popped it into second. The thing chirped and launched the thing right out of the yard. And I was like, we're good. We're out of here. And that was it. Nice. $400 never gone. Never saw it again. Nice. And then I started really buying cars because then I, you know, I started saving some good money. I was working in an electronics store. I started uh, my first job was building computers. I was like a little bit of a computer nerd. Okay, the, wow. The, was you doing it when it was the DOS system? It was. It was the DOS system, and I mm. had a uh, an IBM PC Junior. Nice. 88, uh, 286. Nice, 286. Yeah. Nice. A 286 to a 386 to a 486 to right. a Pentium. Exactly. I, was, was yeah, I was selling those, man. Exactly. I was selling those on yeah. IBMs. Were you? Yeah. yeah they, these they're. were all clones. I was building them. Okay. And uh, I, I worked for this really nice Chinese couple who hardly spoke English, but they hooked me up. They, they got me to love Chinese food, and they paid me like... Uh, <laughs> Paying you good money. <laughs> yeah, they paid me like $6 an hour. Uh. <laughs> I, was, I was chilling. You was, was chilling back then. Yeah, I was 16 years old, working like, you know, 70 hours a week that's crazy you know you're making four four five hundred dollars a week at 16 back then that's good money that's real good money you know so then i started uh my father gave me my first car and uh, what kind of car was that my father you know he gave me a nissan pulsar nx Okay, okay. That was saw, a, as a two door, right? It they was don't a, a- two door coupe. It looked like a door wedge. Yeah, it was like it's like, a, it, like it, it was stopper.
1: like an L. Yeah, it was like yeah. an L or something, right? Yeah, it, it just a, had also. this
4: drop in the back, and the front was sloped all the way down. It was this underpowered. Did I have
1: the pop up lights on that one? No, yes, they don't, they, I they the pop- did have the pop. Yeah, okay, yeah,
4: yeah. There you go. had the pop up lights. <laughs> trying to go back and there. This yeah, he's thing, really good with that. Yeah. and you know this thing couldn't get out of its own way. I mean, it was, yeah, it was that motor was it was a little weird. That was like motor was very. It was. Liter, it looked like a sports cylinder.
1: car, but it was slow. Right. Yeah. So that's why I didn't it didn't look fast. Yeah, it looked real. That was the flash.
4: <laughs> right. But anything have the the pass? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you right now.
1: Yeah, if you right look at that fast. thing and it, it it looked nice with the pop up lights, I and had the little a little sleek. I had
4: a pop up sunroof that you could actually just take out.
1: Oh, okay. Like back okay. then at
4: Sunroofs, they didn't retract. It was either no. pop up or you could actually just yeah, take too,
1: it out. Yeah, so we just had s- a hole in the roof. Yeah. We would just do like a, you know, basically a, a two-stage. You either pop it up like I like got two-step, one, two, it. or you just remove it. <laughs> right. Then they had T-tops. They had all kinds yeah, of Yeah, we're stuff. going down
4: memory lane now. Nice. Yeah,
1: so tell me what wound up getting you into the repo business.
4: Okay. Well, first I started- I got to have some funny well, stories, but I want to know how yeah. you got there. Like what well, made you first, do that? First, I started out in the car stereo business.
1: Oh, wow, okay.
4: I used to be partners. I owned one of these shops, Parkway Car Stereo.
1: Parkway. Now,
4: Parkway Car Stereo is one of the, between them and cartoons out here on Long Island... They were the originators. I spent two thousand dollars for a cell phone. It was a bag cell phone too. <laughs> Probably a Novatel. Yeah, yeah,
1: Actually, it was the Mitsubishi, at the high oh, end yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I had the Mitsubishi. It was like yeah, two we'll, grand. will always goes for the best one. I had the bag phone, and then it was just like you know, like a GI. Then they had the GI Joe uh, phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they had the brick, the Motorola <laughs> yeah, brick, which right. was a, <laughs> which brick, was a <laughs> weapon. Yeah. yeah, you could knock somebody
4: could out with that. Kill somebody with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so I started out in the car stereo business, and that's when I started really getting my love for cars. Um, you know. I had a couple of cool cars back then. I had a Ford Taurus SHO. I had a Mazda RX-7 car. Twin yeah. Turbo when it came out in 93. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a couple of cool cars. I had a Porsche 911 at one point. Uh, and then, you know, after the car stereo business, you know, you know yourself. Yep. Um, it started to fuzz out a little bit in like 93, 94, 95, because that's right when they, they migrated into cars coming with, you know, full security systems, keyless entry, Right. Um, they started coming with CD changers built into them, uh, you know, and it started hurting All the stuff you would do in right aftermarket. Yeah, the aftermarket, you know, it right. started to get hurt by that. What the cost um, of it? That's
1: when you wound up getting out.
4: Right, I wound up selling that business. I got out, and uh, I wound like my up, friend
1: Louis. He did the same thing. Yeah, right after uh, money. Uh, what happened with me? <laughs> you sold it too. <laughs>
4: uh, listen. <laughs> You guys are smart. I'm yeah. like you. I know that for <laughs> I wasn't going to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I got out of that and I had met somebody just before I, I closed the business, before I sold it. I had met somebody who was in the repossession business. I had put like a installed like a, a CB radio in his truck. Because back then I mean C Bs for P C B, you know. You yeah. could talk to other people on the road. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh so i had installed one in his truck and did some lights for him and i got talking to him and he started explaining to me about the repossession business which i knew nothing zero about it i was numb to it he's telling me like yeah no, we go out in the middle of the night and we take cars i said what do you mean you take cars i I don't even get it and he's like yeah people that don't pay i said what do you mean they don't pay you have to pay and he goes well yeah you're supposed to but there are people that don't and i'm like Wait a second, hold up. Who doesn't pay? <laughs> Who doesn't pay? Like, I don't get it. Like, where I grew up, and I didn't grow up with a silver spoon, you know, my parents were middle class people. My father worked his ass off. My mother worked. She still works full time, 74 years old, my mother. Wow. Yeah, oh, and, awesome. uh, yeah, my father worked full time until he passed. He, you know, uh, they worked, so they, they instilled that in me. Um, but if a car was missing in the neighborhood, it got stolen. Right. Yeah. It wasn't somebody that so. didn't make that payment. Like, oh, yeah. what do you mean not make your payment? So, yeah. You know, with that said, I've always made my payments. Um, (laughs) I'll be honest; I never came across that. Is is it like I I don't know the whole process of that? Like, well, that's scary. You have to have paperwork. Yeah, I'll I'll take you through it real quick. So the deal is, we are hired by the banks, financial institutions, and lenders. Okay. um, Or even if it's a judgment, you know, by a court, and we are hired by you know whoever has that lien or loan on that on that vehicle. They give us. It's a civil paperwork mm-hmm. civil proceeding and it just has basically all the information on the paperwork tells you name address date of birth social security number make model year of car the vin number license plate if they have it address addresses wow. of them their family and where they work and now it's our job to go out and get the car now, hopefully, it's a quick process. Right. Uh, you know, I've been shot at twice, stabbed once. So, oh my are, god, there are processes that don't necessarily go as planned. You gotta right. go with a bulletproof vest. Um, yeah, you know, I, I look at it this way. And I've always looked at it this way. People always say to me, like, "Why don't you carry a gun?" And I'm like, "And I'll that tell makes you, it more confrontational." Uh, okay. See, and that's where I'm going. Where I'm going is this: you just evened up the score. Now you got. Now the guy's got a reason to be in fear. Yes. yes. If I have yes. no gun and the guy pulls out a gun, I'm like, Yeah, no problem. Listen, right. I'm only getting paid, you know, yeah. a few dollars for the car. Right. See you Keep later. That. Enjoy right. it. Yeah. I, no, I you're right care. about that. I wouldn't that now you're really
1: enticing. Right a confrontation like and I, now what right. now where you go from and I, there and
3: I know for example in, in different states like in Florida you're actually not allowed even if you have a license to carry right. a weapon as a you know as a civilian or concealed weapon right. if you are if you own a repo company or if you're right. out of a you repo are not truck yeah. you are not allowed to carry a gun because they
4: don't want it to escalate exactly right. why would exactly. you want exactly. it? Now, now certain states are crazy right okay like Texas I won't right. be caught dead repossessing a car in Texas because yeah. you will wind up dead right. and I'm going to tell you why Texas has a law on the books, which is called the cattle law. It's from the late 1800s. Right. The cattle law states. You see how see how <laughs> yeah. Seth is very informational? <laughs> right. He read another book. Right. <laughs> so the cattle law states that you are allowed to use deadly physical force to protect your property at any given time. But it, Meaning, he doesn't own that property. Doesn't that he doesn't own matter. payment? No, 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 oh. no. Check this out. You, I own a house in Texas, and I'm sitting at home just chilling, watching TV. Right. You walk on my property. I walk outside with my gun. I point it at you and say, get off my property. Mm-hmm. If, if you, you refuse to leave, I can shoot to kill. Now I know and, why a lot of the guys are buying <laughs> property in Texas okay. and not go to jail for it. So now yes. there wow. are, there's are, there been plenty of instances. They don't even blink. No. There's, there's plenty the of instances on the books where, you know. There's they, casualties. Re- re- repossessors have gone to repossess gone and say, get off my car. You know, you need to leave. Now, by law, they're supposed to stop and leave. And if they yeah. say, no, 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 I'm taking the car, yeah. okay, bang, you're dead. And now they can call 911 and, and they say, deal with I paperwork. just shot and killed the repossessor. Right. You know, come to my property. You get off
1: it? Has, has that shown... Oh, you don't want to get off on uh, that? They do
3: not get arrested. No, they don't They don't even blink. No, really? They're like, oh, the guy's on your property? No problem. No problem. They call the coroner,
4: take the body away. Yeah, That's it. They take it. the tow truck away, leave your car,
1: have a nice right. day. So, how do repossession companies
4: stay in business in Texas? You have to get it off, off the pro- Off the private property. Or, right. or, you you know, got to catch listen. them at work. At work, at the mall. Oh, you, you hope they don't them. have a gun. You right. have to reason with them. You know, Yeah, they got to go to work at some
1: point if they're down behind their payments. Maybe not. I
4: completely learned. Grocery store? They got to leave. The gift of gab in the repossession business. I have learned to talk people out of things like you wouldn't believe. I've repossessed some weird stuff, man. I mean, like, I I always tell the weirdest thing I ever repossessed was an ostrich egg incubator. What? Yeah. Wow. Beat that one. I don't think
5: you're going to beat anything.
1: But I'll tell you, at the end of the day, like a repossession is basically, it's uh. I have an arrest warrant. It's, it's yes, I'm picking it's it's up the yeah. car. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. You're it's,
3: arrested. It's a right. I got the paperwork. It's, right. Here and I'm go. taking you with me. Right. It's like a warrant. And basically, it's right. a warrant yeah.
4: for your arrest. Right. So, but yeah, so so that that's, you know, that business brought me more into the car business. Um it it let me obtain, you know, wealth. Okay. I'm not going to color it any other way. Mm-hmm. Um I There's made, a lot of risk there, though. So I, people need I, to a a understand lot of risk, that there's a lot of reward. I had a big company, a lot of, you know, a lot of overhead. And a, a lot of responsibility. What about um, the workers that work uh, that work for you? Probably doing it. They, they're probably characters also. Do that kind of business. Do that kind of business. You got to be a little man. off the chain. too. Oh yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Like, I've had a lot of walks of life. Listen, I've taken a lot of cars from celebrities. I took uh, you know I took seven cars from a music group that used to live out here in Long Island. Um, oh, I, I took one of the cars from Radio City Music Hall. From it wasn't Amer- one of my customers, right? I, I'm not talking about that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> 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 we can't disclose that information. <laughs> right. No, but that, that, I mean, honestly. It started with a, a mis- K and it ended with an O. And it was a lot in between. Oh, my God. I took a Lamborghini from uh, the American Music Awards at, at Radio City Music Hall. We, uh, we gave a valet 100 bucks for his jacket. Right, and when they pulled up, we were like, "Yes, we'll take your car. Can I have your keys, please?" Oh, that was smooth. Nice, you know. That was that's, real. That's, that's,
1: that's <laughs> a nice cash. I, I, the yeah. guy probably was like, "Yo, Seth just got me four hundred hours. He just made like seven cars." Right. Yeah.
4: That, that, yeah, that, was, that was That was a Lamborghini Diablo we took. Yeah. So
1: basically, you would have to be like on a list. Like, you get the list from the bank. Say, "Oh, I need this guy picked but you, up."
4: You, you have contracts, and they send you orders on a daily basis. Of we find out, behind. champion was giving you the
1: <laughs> the heads up. <laughs> I was, yeah, getting, I was nice. getting a lot of heads up, and then you get a jump on it, be like, yeah. "Oh, these names are coming up." You oh, know, there's, there's a huge event over here.
4: Right, yeah. I think I get, I can get lucky at this event. Right. <laughs> you know, the, the business has evolved a lot over the years. Um, I sold it in 07 and now recently, in the past couple of years, I went back into the business um i keep it a lot smaller now but it has evolved a lot you know with gps tracking devices right that right. has helped a lot a lot of leasing companies put them in the vehicles so then even with that. onstar right. onstar from gm you know if you it's located it. right, right and bmw has the and I'm sure system.
3: gmc because they're a lot yeah. of times they're the bank also oh like absolutely Ally financial yeah right they're like yeah no problem go ahead and turn on the uh, onstar and find out yeah. exactly oh yeah where they'll, it's at. they'll, we'll they'll tell you. us
4: where it is yeah right. all the time so it, it's a big help so but uh you know that, that business has always been, you know, my kind of like pride and joy because I, I definitely, you know, I enjoy it. Um, but, you know, more recently because of the car stereo business that I had been in and being involved in a repossession business and then getting involved in the exotic car world. Um, How did you get in that? Is that the, with, the, with the having rep, repossession got yeah. you enticed into that? What happened was with the repossession business, I was able to start really affording. The exotic cars. So I started buying and collecting cars myself. I have a big problem. I love to buy and I hate to sell. Ooh, And it's been an tough. issue because I run out of space. Oh, I got boy. cars all over the place and I lose cars. It's kind mm-hmm. of weird, you know. <laughs> and yeah, you laugh. Once, that. I was reporting one stolen one day because I thought somebody stole it. And while the police were at my place taking a report... My friend calls me, goes, hey, what's going on? Nothing. I said, oh, I can't talk. I got the police here right now. I'm doing a, a police goes, Oh, what happened? I said, oh, somebody stole my, my smart car. Turbo he goes, well, we, I have it. Right. You don't I, I got the car. <laughs> you I'm driving the car. You gave me the car me four it. months ago, dude. I was like, what? I was like, oh, no. Uh, hold on. Uh, stop that report. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, he happened to just call at that time. Right. Basically, that
1: was a nice way of telling oh. <laughs> the guy, listen, can you bring my goddamn <laughs> yeah. car back? Can you Otherwise, imagine that you guy's, guy's driving up, down right? the street? I said you can borrow up? it, but I didn't say take it for four months. Yeah, he would have gotten locked up. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
3: He's, the Next day, he's just out driving down the street. Next thing you know, he's at gunpoint <laughs> yeah, laying him. down on the
4: pavement. Yeah, you yeah. stole the car. So it was kind of crazy. But yeah, so the, that business, the repo business, you know, I was very fortunate, I did very well. Um, so I was able to buy a lot of nice things. So I started out buying, uh, I got my first Ferrari uh, I, I had a 308, like a Magnum P.I. special. Oh, nice. Very nice. Really yeah. nice. I love that code. Did it
3: come with the mustache? No. No, it didn't come <laughs> with
4: the, the 80s porn mustache. No. <laughs> no, Tom Selleck, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tom was a
1: man in that car, too. Yeah, he, he had the Dobermans, coming. remember? Yeah, yeah, was, yeah was he bullshit. was telling. He was chilling. He so was... I, had
4: a, I had a 308. Uh, that was a fun car. Um, and then I graduated from there to a Ferrari 348, and the 348 was a Repo. Nice. I had repossessed the car. I fell in love with it, and leasing company said, "I'll tell you what, we'll take you three hundred eight on trade. Pay us the difference. I I finance the difference. Right. And uh, man, that that was a hell of a payment. But but you love the car. I, I made it, man. Right? And And I love that car. That's awesome. Oh, right. I love that, that car. you can see the way he's spider. smiling, yeah. he that,
1: that was one of his. Fa- Is that one of your favorite cars? No. But uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> but it was my one of my favorite first. It was, you know what? It was a reliable Ferrari at the time. Okay. Because the three hundred eight always had little quirks like. You know, you put the window down, and then it would never go up. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I didn't like those. But the 308s, they had a lot of electrical. The motor was bumps. tired. <laughs> they didn't want yeah, to go up with it. They yeah. didn't want to go up. You know, the left one went faster than the right one. You know, yeah. those cars were quirky. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the 348 was a cool car. And then I, I repossessed a Porsche for a bank in the city. And they had it. It was a crazy story. They had it listed as a 1988 Porsche mm. on the contract. That was it. Nothing else. Wow. Well, to my delightful surprise, when I took the car, it was a 1988, and you're going to like this. It was a legitimate factory slant nose cabriolet. <sighs> oh, my. Fa- he said factory Factory slant-nose. 505 option. It's called. Not, no, yeah, he didn't say, was he didn't say aftermarket kit like what right. we used to do, the steel the steel. And this kits. was the real deal. Um, the guy who had the car, it was under his grandmother's name. His grandmother was deceased, so he couldn't get the car back. The bank had no idea what it was, so I made a killer deal. Right. I bought that car for $4,000. Oh, like, my God. What don't tell, tell me it was easy. white. No, it wasn't. It what wasn't white. Red? It was red with black top. Black interior, black. Okay, okay. And uh, with the you know red piping. And nice. And I wound up buying that car for 4000 I had to spend about 25000 restoring it because oh, it was it was, it was sink, a while. It was nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That thing is and that serious. thing was a rocket ship. I oh, love yeah. that car. Yeah, that, caused that car was trip. fun. Yeah. Yeah. and uh for
1: one of those cars
4: yeah so that that's what <laughs> that's what started in my you know the exotic cars um two <laughs> yeah i wound up having the ferrari then i got the porsche and then you know i was always wanted a lamborghini now i had that poster when i was a kid and i'm sure you had it too oh mm-hmm.
1: yeah um yes i did the white one just oh, a white one and a black no, no, one no, no. There was a white poster and a black poster. it was, it was a, a, a
4: house with a four-car garage
1: oh i didn't get and, that one And
4: it's a justification for higher education I didn't get that one. And it right. had four-car garage, and in that garage, was thinking, there was a Lotus, there was a Corvette, there was a Countach, and there was a Porsche. Wow. So I'm like, man, I need that Lambo, man. I need a Lamborghini. Okay. So I wanted a Lamborghini in the worst way. And I, and back then, the uh, Gallardo had just come out okay. in 2004, and this was, in, uh, this was right around 2006. So it was two years old now. And I'm like, man, I got to get a Lamborghini. So I did whatever I had to do. I traded the Ferrari and the yo, Porsche. Yo, he he was, he he was an addict to the, to the game. Exactly. So he was like, yo, I'm getting that car. I didn't care what it was. <laughs> I took one of my trucks with a two-car trailer. I loaded up the Porsche and the Ferrari, both my titles. I owned them. I drove all the way out to Pennsylvania with one of my drivers. Mm-hmm. And we, there was a dealer out there who had an 04 yellow Gallardo. Mm-hmm. And it was a six-speed manual. And I'm like, I got to get this car. I don't care what it costs. And the guy had it listed at the time for like 150000 which I mean, spending $150,000 is a lot of money. On a this. lot of money. Yeah. You know. It, but and it's and a beautiful machine. You know, I, and I don't, you know, I wasn't born with a silver spoon. I'm not part of the Lucky Sperm Club, as we call it. and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, so I went there and I had uh, like 20000 in cash on me. And I had my two cars. And I'm like, I got to make this deal. I got to make it. I was there. I begged this guy. I wanted this car so bad. And He's like, I can't go that low. I wound up having to, and, and I wasn't leaving without the Lambo. Right? Wow! And I wound up leaving with the Lamborghini. Left my two cars, and I wound up financing. I think it was thirty thousand. So you did a trade, basically, two cars plus twenty was... grand cash, and I financed thirty. Wow! Did you?
1: Oh wow! So did you? Did you work that deal ahead of time? Like, listen, I'm gonna trade you two cars. <clears throat> you gave him all the heads up. Well, on I told
4: that? I told him the cars I had. He said I have to see them. Got it. Okay, you know? so, you, so you were closing them. Yeah. I, he just had to say,
1: I have to see him. And that was yeah, a, yeah. So you just he up said, there I'm
4: like, interested. It was just a it.
3: number you were trying to. Yeah.
4: Trying to negotiate. Yeah. yeah. So I went there. I wound up financing like 30 grand and uh, I had my Lamborghini. Wow. And that was it. Now I thought I was the only one with a Lamborghini. That the black yeah. with the yellow piping. I had yellow, uh, black interior, yellow stitching. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like my dream come true. I'm like. Nice. This is awesome. I got a Lamborghini. Like at the yeah. time, I mean shoot. we did a bunch of those. This is a while ago, so I was like thirty years old with a Lamborghini. Yeah, you're killing it. And I th- it was like the new style too. Like somebody you know, was into it. And 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 I was proud of it. Like, you know, a lot of my friends, you know, some of them had Corvettes and stuff like that. Yeah, like, a Lambo man, key. I got a Lambo. Right. This is, you right. know, this you're is killing like, him. You just slapped that Lambo exactly. You gotta stand, you know, and a lot of people today don't realize, but you you know, Will. When we were kids, if you had a Lamborghini, you were like royalty. You were an oil rock chic. star. Right. I mean, they rock didn't even star. have them. Like, I mean, you There's really had many. to be like a legit yeah. oil chic to mm-hmm. have a Lamborghini.
1: Yeah, like it's no joke. I mean, yeah, to have it was, that it was is sad. A Rolls
4: Royce it. was serious. So, you know, this was like a huge turning point in my life. And I'll tell you a, a crazy story. The car still had a warranty. The warranty was supposed to be good till. Uh, September sixth of like two thousand and six or two thousand seven or something, so in June, I had gotten the car, so I'm like, hey, it's leaking a little oil. I said, you know what let me bring it into you know the dealer Manhattan Motor car is the only Lamborghini dealer at the time, so I go into I bring it into Manhattan and I get in there, and uh, they're like all right, you know we'll diagnose the car, whatever so I'm like, all right, I'll wait around they're like it might be a while. I was like, mm-hmm. whatever I'm in Manhattan, whatever right. so the I go get lunch or something. I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I get a call from the service rep. And he's like, well, I got good news and bad news. I <laughs> oh, said, there huh, you go. this is a problem right. because bad news is expensive on a Lamborghini. Yeah, right. very. Okay. Right. He's like, <laughs> your rotors are shot. I was like, okay. I was like, well, I didn't bring it in for the rotors. Yeah. Right. How like, bad can that be? He's like, right. on a Lamborghini. Right. I'm like, okay, so what are we talking? He's like, well, that's like seven grand. I'm like, ah, okay. Um, what else? And he goes, uh, you need a, a head gasket, you need a, a rear main seal, you need this, you need that. Whoa. I was like, "What the heck is going on?" I said, "Well, is this warranted?" So he says to me, he goes, yeah. "Well, here's the good news. Your warranty is up in 8 days." I said, "8 days? It's June 1st." He's like, "Yeah, it expires on June 9th." I said, "What are you talking about? It says 9607." He's like, "Yeah, in Europe they put the date reversed oh my God. yo he definitely so, got lucky had i not gone in there at that time i right. was done it was like sixty thousand in repairs holy shit! Sixty thousand. that's what people don't understand
1: you may be able to get the deposit able, up right, by the car yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. you may get the deposit up and, and you may be able finance to afford it. the may, payments so you get right. the you have the good credit right you're doing good at work you're making a couple of bucks you're making six figures you you know you, you know you feel like you're at the top of the world. Yeah. You walk in the dealership. You get fi- that The salesman gets you approved. Right. Yeah. He's like, no problem. We can right. get you done. Yeah. Then, you and and I'm talking about a pre-owned because you know you don't want to. You know they're not they're not getting them financed for 500 G's. Right. So they get that buck and a half to two hundred thousand dollar car. Right. Shits out of warranty. They forget they got to service that shit. Yeah.
4: It's expensive. It's it's one thing to buy the car. It's another thing to know how to drive it. And to pay for the repairs. Absolutely. Right, so so that was my experience with the Lamborghini. Um, thank God I got it fixed under warranty. And then I was like, all right, look, <laughs> of, I can't afford this out of pocket. So <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you know what? I had just sold my business. A lot of money. I, I was sitting on a nice chunk of change. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go buy a new one. Screw it. Wow. Did so you wind up getting the, the, the geek? I, I bought a brand new 07. Orange with uh, black leather with the orange stitching. Yep. Please tell me you yeah. traded that one in. I traded the yellow one in. I got <laughs> the orange smart, one. Give me a new one. I don't <laughs> even want to yeah. deal with this brand shit. new manual fiardo. <laughs> I was all excited. I had a warranty and everything. I was good. I was chilling. So did that get you into the exotic scene as far as yes, getting what, into different Okay, so circles? what actually got me into all different circles was when I brought the, the, uh, the yellow one, the first one, the old four, into Manhattan Motor Cars, the service rep there was like, Listen, you know, uh, there's a lot of guys that have these cars. I'm like, there is? Like, I didn't even know that because from where I'm from, nobody had one. Right. <laughs> so he's like, yeah. He goes, you know, we're all getting together next weekend. We're doing what's called a fall foliage run. I'm like, all right. He goes, yeah, you're more than welcome. We meet up here at the dealership and we go. I'm like, that sounds cool. I got the car back and I actually got the car back in right that day to go on the run. So I took the train into the city, hopped in the car. A couple of other cars pulled up, and I'm like, all right. So it's like 10 cars. That's cool. He's like, yeah, we're going over to Englewood right, to, uh, right. you know. That's the, where they have a lot of races. Yeah. Yeah, I get there. There's like 250 cars. and I'm <laughs> I am like, think I remember that. I'm like, yeah, all 200 right. 200 of those cars are just from Englewood. They, they have, have a pretty know. good circuit over yeah, there. Yeah, so, in so I'm sitting there like, wow. And I thought I was the only dude with a Lambo. <laughs> you, know? yeah, you surprised like, skin colors, right? That was a humbling experience. There was like 60 Lambos. Eighty Ferraris, like twenty Vipers, thirty Vets, wow. a bunch of Lotus, and then all of a sudden, some dude pulls up in like a Pagani Zonda, and I'm like, <laughs> and he's what driving the- it like it's all like, right. like this yeah. is crazy. Like, oh man, I'm poor, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right, you know, I got to where I am, I'm good, you know, but you know, that was my motivation. Like now, I want more. I'm hungry. So, uh, and I saw how that event was run, and it was terrible. These guys were going in different directions. People got lost. The meat spots were messed up. So I'm like, you know, I just kind of retired from my repo business. I got a couple of dollars. Let me see what I can do. So I took this one guy that was helping organize, and I said to him, listen, I'll put up the money. You want to organize some stuff? Let's put it together. So we started getting involved online with the forums. And uh, on uh, one forum in particular called Ferrari Chat, which was a a big Ferrari community and a lot of other exotics. Mm -hmm. And then we opened up our own forum, and I started a new company called Exotics Rally, where I do events, car shows, uh, track events, and some cool stuff. And we bring people together, like-minded people, because things really changed in 2007 and up, where prior to that, if you had a Lamborghini, it saw daylight maybe three days a year. You mm-hmm. kept right. it on a battery tender. you did was wipe it with a diaper every once in a while, and you know, the car I used to read never seen rain, you know, and stuff like that. Right now it's different because the cars have become more reliable, more affordable, easier to maintain. maintain. Yeah. So now people drive them. I mean, I just had a Lamborghini in my shop the other day with a hundred nine thousand miles on it. Wow. wow. On a Mercia Lago.
1: Wow, that's a mercy. Hundred
4: nine thousand miles. They're on riding two thousand three. Right, yeah, he drives it. That's beautiful. And he's on like his third clutch, and he's like, Yeah, he goes, it's great. 100,000 miles, I'm good. That's
1: about 15 Gs a clutch. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. People yeah, yeah. don't
3: realize, like, we were talking earlier about, you know, the cost of just owning one Owned of these. One, yeah. Like, just an oil change it, on a car like that it, is. Right, it depends. You know, it's on, it's on it, a completely different level. Yeah, right. it's a different
4: level. Um, right. You know,. But under record, scale. you're paying thirty dollars over yeah. Jiffy Lube, exactly. and you're yeah. not pulling into Jiffy Lube with a Lambo, right? Exactly. But you know, the dealers probably charge about you know seven hundred, yeah, and you can get it done at a shop because there's a lot of shops now that specialize in exotics because there's so many of them, right? And they'll, they'll charge you know three hundred dollars. Now, interesting enough, to give you an idea of how many are out there, they've sold over ten thousand Guiardos.
1: Wow. That's a lot of vehicles, man. Okay, that's right. a lot
4: of cars. That, that's just on the first run of Gallardos, a lot not of cars. the LP560. That's just from 2004 to 2008. There's over 10,000 Gallardos. That's a lot.
3: That's a lot of cars. Is that's that worldwide or is that just in the U.S.?
4: U.S. That's a, that's a mass-produced exotic. That's a, that's, wow. a,
1: that's a lot of cars.
4: That's a lot of cars. Right. Um, then the LP560, they were very successful with the 570s, and now they're on to the Huracan. Right. Um, and they're selling them. You know, there are people buying them every day. Yeah. Now that tells you a couple of things. One, our economy's doing economy, well. yep. America. Okay, doing well. <laughs> doing okay. well. Yeah. Um. And the other thing is, is that people are driving them. They are. You know. Yeah. I mean, I get them in my shop. People don't worry about miles anymore. They right. really don't. And it's always a third or a fourth car. I mean, the average household has three to four cars now. When I was a kid, you were lucky if you had two cars. You were rich. Right.
1: But I got to say, also, to bring that back, like you had this, this car in the shop. But one of the things I know that, that Seth does is, like, you know, he wraps the whole car. Like a new vehicle. I mean, he's getting calls from, like, f- right. Ferrari. So,
4: so I'll get into that. So, so the exotic, being involved with exotic cars, um, I saw a, you know, a niche market. Um, I also had experience with some other shops myself and having work done, and I wasn't totally satisfied, and there were uh, very few businesses that we're doing uh, such as like clear paint protection, um, reconditioning of cars, and also vinyl wrap. Uh, vinyl wrap started out, I thought it was only going to be a trend. And I'm sure you thought the same. And because originally yeah. it was just people were painting things matte black and matte white. Yeah,
1: I'm more about paint, but now, you but know. Now vinyl has vinyl really has taken,
4: taken over. over yeah. Not only has it taken over, but it's grown legs and it keeps expanding. And I thought it was just going to be a fad for a couple of years, but this has been going on now for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And it just keeps growing. I mean, I, I get brand new cars to wrap. I had a brand new Range Rover the other day, literally from the dealer to my door, right. and we rewrapped it. The Did owner you didn't do a fr- even different drive color. It Did you do a different color, or you just want me to clear it? Crazy enough, it was, a, uh, it was regular white, Okay, and they wanted a like sparkly white. See?
1: Just a little something just different. A, just a right. subtle difference. And you know, that's it's personalization, man. People yeah. want that personal touch of their own color. They, they yeah. do.
4: They want that personal. They also want to stand out in a crowd now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like my car show. You were out a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. at Insignia. There was what amazing cars? show, by the way. That Thank was yeah. We're gonna get insane. into that. Let me yeah. tell you, Seth it, does some
1: serious car show so,
4: events. Yes. So there were probably like three hundred cars, but you can right. spot how many red Ferraris. Now, if you wrap the car in like a pearlescent blue. You're not right. gonna find anybody else like that. That's right. So it's you know it's something special. It's individual, you know, preference, and we want to stand out in a crowd. So a lot of people are doing raps. It's it's been a great business for me. Um, we've done work together. Yes, of know, course. Is, What's uh, what made
1: you come up with the name of
4: Art of Rap? Art of Rap. See, now that's interesting. Yeah, because I, I think we have it's a mutual friend. Story, yes. So I want to yeah, yeah, I want to know, know how story. you came up with the name of Art of Rap. So a couple of guys approached me that were um, working out another another uh, guy that does vinyl rap and they said, look, you know, we can't stand working for this guy. He's just not a good guy and we need a place to work. And I said, well, you know, let's see what we can put together. So I opened up the business. They came to work for me. Now I'm trying to think of a name. Now I've got exotics rally and my repo company called express results. I'll use like E-R, E like, R <laughs> yeah. like everything, but I'm like, what the hell am I going to come up with for a rap? Like, you know, exotic, you know, rap or something like right. that. And with I'm like, an R. yeah, it just doesn't work. So, uh, I'm very close friends uh, with Ice-T, the actor-rapper. Ice-T, shout Shout out to Ice-T and his lovely wife, Coco. They just had a baby, too, Beautiful right? Beautiful daughter yeah. Chanel, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I love that Chanel. <laughs> yeah, right? It's so cool. Coco, Chanel, get it? Everyone? <laughs> anyway. <yeah. laughs> so anyway, um, I'm sitting on his couch. He's playing uh, video games because he's a big gamer. Huge gamer. He's all on Gears of War and all that type of stuff. Does the voiceovers and everything. Right. But he's sitting there playing and... You know, I'm not a big gamer, but I was just, you know, chilling in, right. you know, his house, just relaxing and I'm sitting there like, man, I got to come up with a name for this. And I told him I was going into the vinyl business. And all of a sudden I looked to my left and right on the wall is the poster from his documentary movie yep. called Art of Rap, right. R-A-P. P. Right. And now they're doing a concert series where they go around, you know, and doing concert tour. But at the time it was a big documentary they did, which was critically acclaimed. It was it was great. Um a lot of your friends were in that, by the way. Yes, yeah, yes. I've watched it many times. Them, yeah, Buster had a big part in it. Yes. Yeah, Q Tip and a whole bunch. All of those there. guys. All those yeah. guys. All the old hey, guys. Hey, let yeah, me say yeah.
1: something. No, no, no. They, they,
4: they're legends. Legends, yeah. not the yeah. old legends guys of the game. Legends. I'm saying Hall of Fame from the original HOF from man. rap and hip hop, where it was born in the Bronx. It was you know, right. Yeah, it's huge. They were all legends that were on that film, and, and they got so much respect for Ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's OG. OG, huge. So, so I I'm sitting there and I was like, man. I'm like, that's perfect. It's perfect. He goes, No, no, shut up, shut up. I'm playing, I'm playing. So I'm like, no, no, you gotta get off that for a second. He's like, I'm not done, I'm not done. So he gets done, he's like, What? I'm like, Would you mind? Would it be cool with you? You know, I'd want your blessing. Could I call the business art of rap? And he just smiles from ear to ear and he said, Yo, that's dope. Do it. Nice so that's really cool. And that's it. So That's a great name. Art of Rap. And uh, and and to set it off, the first call we did was his roles. Of course. <laughs> he, you know, we uh,
1: you, he, he gave you the blessing. You had a blessing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So That's the way to we, do we
4: gave him uh, the uh, we gave him like the uh, the look of a drop head on the hood. You know, okay. with chrome in the middle. Awesome. Uh-huh. Like stainless steel. So we did the chrome in the middle and Coco took a nice, sexy picture for us. And well, of course, uh, he blew I mean, it up all over the Internet. And, nice. uh, you know, listen, he's one of my dearest friends and uh, he uh, he's a big supporter. And uh, he sends a lot of people our way. and you know, He's amazing. He's amazing. I mean, dude. He he's really showed
1: us a lot of love. I mean, I remember meeting Ice a long, long time ago. Um, and that's how long he's been doing this. I mean, it's he's been doing this for years. Yeah. And he had body count back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got the body count. He already had this. I mean, I went out he's there He's in you know, Australia today. Wow. He's
4: in Brisbane right now and you going to that? Melbourne. And they're on tour. Down that's under. awesome.
1: Yeah. Maybe you'll see Tim Vincent down there, <laughs> but let me tell you, uh, what you say? he's one of our producers that was on season one. Um, but you know, Ice, I remember uh, him showing us a lot of love on MTV. We did this uh, this episode with MTV Cribs, and we had Swizz on there. We had Ice T and Coco, and it was just it was. He always he's just a a
4: uh, uh, he's a very positive energy person. He is extremely philosophical. He is a he, he gives great advice. Yep. he's a businessman. He's an incredible actor, oh, uh, so rapper, good. musician, father, and just uh, and just a, a and a great he's friend. Inspir- and he's inspirational, extremely. He's he's really been a great friend, um, you know, through good times and bad. I mean, I remember during uh, Hurricane Sandy, we got slammed by Hurricane Sandy. My house got destroyed, and uh, he was he was like the first one to reach out to me. Wow, And, uh, you know, he had lost his power and he was like rigging up generators and stuff. And <laughs> he had like the superintendent in like his complex, like rigging up generators for him and everything. And then <laughs> yep. he was out of gas. And, of course, since, like you said before, I just happen to know everybody in every type of business. Yeah, you I, had, do. I had a dude that I know from Pennsylvania bring a 55-gallon drum of gas to him to fill up his Bentley. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Yeah. Those
3: That's are the perks. Good.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: for those of you who don't know, Seth literally knows everybody. In, what what
1: an exotic car?
3: Anybody? Any? Oh yeah, I know. We just, we're just be randomly talking and be like, "Oh yeah, I know that guy." Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, what?
1: Yes. <laughs> let me tell it's you, it's really crazy. Seth I, is I the epitome huge, of the
3: small world. So it's Seth, like a huge network. It's yeah. like nuts.
1: So Seth, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I think this is huge. I have never ever did a unique car show. Okay. I want to be able to do a car show with you. We need to Let's be able do to do this with you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I know that it'll be done the right way. It'll be. That's funny you bring that up because I got a little something, something cooking right now. We need to do this in a big stage. Yeah. Maybe like go back home.
4: We couldn't even imagine, Union- um, right? We couldn't even imagine <laughs> doing it with anybody else. No, I, I can't. I've got two things cooking right now. We need. One of venue. them happens to be in Uniondale. Whoa! Nice. Uh oh! Don't and, tell me it's the right. new, the building that i used to look you at know, every day. And. uh And I got another thing cooking, uh, possibly again, because I've done it before, in Times Square. Oh, man, we want in on both of those. I don't know about, I mean, Times Square sounds good. Last time I did Times Square, I had 370,000 people come through. Oh, that's the one we want in on. How do we figure that? We got to do a unique car show at Times Square. I'm working on it with the mayor right now. I also have another idea, wow. but we'll talk uh, about also, that off air. I'm in touch. Way. I got to hook over at the mayor's office. I'm working on that nice. right now. Oh, boy. And let uh, me tell you, you know you make sure you
1: log on, because yeah. we already got that domain. Don't try to be slick. We got the Unique Car Club. Yeah. We got the Unique Car um, Yeah, check it <laughs> yeah, out. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. So listen, coming soon. We will do. A, yeah, an let's event do with Seth. I'm, No, I'm we gotta do it. Absolutely. We gotta definitely do that. Listen, we'll
4: showcase all all your unique uh, builds. We just want listen, the fans I to ju- come. We want out. Yeah. We just
1: want we just want people that love cars to come down. People, people that people about realize cars. Like, at the end listen, of the day, it's get, a
3: passion for cars. Yeah, we get invited to so many car shows. I mean, obviously, we're in the business. We've been to so many car shows, and a lot of them are good, right? You know, but Yours I, I are can't. They're amazing. Like. The, the type of cars that you get, the the community that you have, built family that friendly. To that's, what, that's what yeah. that's it
1: it's very family friendly, and you can bring your family. You're not gonna have the riffraff, right? It's just it's a, 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 great class, show. It's a
4: classy show. They're really good people. Right. They bring out some intense cars, right? And, and they have also regular cars. And it's so, a loyal I mean, group. They got Nissans, they right? Got, you know, they got. It
1: doesn't all have all to be walks, an exotic. They got all walks, right. right? Yeah, they yeah. bring everybody has a. Everybody that comes to accepts car shows uh, are just very car enthusiasts. They passionate, passionate about their right. car. It Whatever it is, a, it could be a. You know, they they really bring their car. They you could tell they spent like. A day washing it before they brought it there.
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just like with, with my business. I'll work on any car. I'm not, I'm not just you know working on Lamborghinis and Ferraris. Right. You right. know. Of, I mean, of we course. Work but, on but if you have BMW, one, BMW give BMW them a call. Lexus. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> That's it. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I mean, <clears throat> hey. Right. The, you know, yeah. I mean, they, the rotors are fifteen. You know, yeah. seven thousand. <laughs>
4: That's the business to be. In, just yeah, the it's just a rotor exactly. business. I mean, yeah. Kidding. But now, you know, you know, back to that. It was seven thousand then, but to do the rotors today, it would only be about fifteen hundred. I know, right. isn't that crazy? Because, because, because now the car is so mass produced, right? so many parts are available. See, companies won't spend money on research and design if they're only going to sell three sets. Right. Absolutely. But now if they're going to sell three hundred sets. They do it. So you know, it's evolved. The business has evolved, and exotic cars have evolved, and they've also become more affordable. I got a friend of mine right now selling an 04 Guiardo for sixty five thousand. Wow. wow, that's not bad for a Lamborghini, right? You know, that's, that's not nice bad a at entry, all. Nice, nice little entry level Lamborghini, yeah, absolutely. Right. It's a V10, 500 horsepower. There's nothing wow. sad about that. Right. No. For sure. You know, but yeah, you know, listen, they're great cars. Um they've become very mainstream, so I, I I don't own one anymore because I like to be different. So I got a lot of quirky weird stuff. Um you know, so I like that really
1: XR to, uh, what is it? The XR4TI. You like that, huh? It's I for like sale. that. Come
4: on, man. Step up. <laughs> that shit's hot. <laughs> no, I
1: just might want to just park it here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Those things were a headache. What is
4: it called? A Marquee? a MariCorps, yeah. Those things were weird. It's a MariCorp XR four Ti. I bought that from a doctor in Jersey, original owner. So it's a one owner car. I've never I haven't what year the title is it? yet. That's an eighty seven. Okay. Uh, it's that car was originally they built in Germany under Ford's guidance. Uh, From a Ford uh, sub-factory. It's like a a large Ford Escort, but wannabe Saab. Right. It's actually, (laughs) what it it actually is. What is it actually? I'll tell you what it is. It's actually a Mustang LX with a Cosworth drivetrain and a Euro body kit. Wow. Mm. It's a a 2.3 liter turbo. It's a 2.3 liter turbo, um, rear-wheel drive. Uh, it has the Euro package, which has this crazy double spoiler on the back. It came with a, uh, a really interesting interior, which is all leather. Mm-hmm. Um, they had heated seats in 87. You didn't see too many heated seats. Right. It also, uh, you know, they had some weird controls in it for, to do different things. Um, and it, it's just a, it's one of those little, like, quirky cars, but it's become like a cult car. Right. And so, it's just really cool. And I I just, I always wanted one as a kid. So, now I've been buying cars that I always wanted as a kid when I was in, when I was reading those car and driver magazines. Right. All the cars that I own right now are in those car and driver magazines. That one is in the car and driver
3: magazine? not that particular car. But
4: it was reviewed back then. (laughs) Right. You know, because I have all the late 80s, you know, so that's the cars that I buy now. So, I have a bunch of them. Um, So, that car I bought for like $2,000 from some doctor and then I restored it. I did a full paint job and, you know, full engine and. It uh, thing runs great. It's fun, man. It's right. so, you know, it's not fast by any means, but back in the day, right. that was a fast car. Zero, to you know, and I say this all what time. What was the zero to sixty okay. on it? Okay. Well, I say this Front all time. Front car driver. I, yeah, I say uh, eight point seven seconds. So now I say this on my podcast also. Back in the day, when you had two hundred and fifty horsepower, you were balling, right? Okay, two hundred and fifty horsepower. was Obscene. Super respectful, right? Mustang GT, two hundred and twenty five horsepower. Right. Okay. You had, you know, the IROX. Right. They were two hundred and five horsepower, two hundred and fifteen horsepower. Right. That was badass. And that was the pinnacle of American muscle Dude, back that then. Was, so that was a that's monster. What they yeah, were. that was a that was a monster back then. Right. Now you got Honda Civics with two hundred and fifty horsepower right. right out of the dealership. Right. Now think about that. <laughs> that is pretty weird. Right. A four cylinder. And that's not even an S type. That's no, just like Oh, no, no, <laughs> no. Just plain old Honda right. Civic, you know? <laughs> No, you know, grandma's driving a Honda Civic with an IROC.
1: beating yeah. an IROC.
4: Right. You know, so back then, if you did 060 in under nine seconds and you had 200 to 250 horsepower, you were rocking. Right. You were a man. Now it's gone. If you don't have 500 horsepower, it's weak. Right. It really is. Or yeah.
3: now you have these cars like the, the Dodge Demon that are just. Yeah. 700 plus right. horsepower. Like,
4: where right. are you yeah. going with that? You know, yeah, that I that can tell you where to go. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: you're going you going to the jail
4: yeah i mean you know <laughs> racing I, around i also you know like i was the first one to hold a record top speed in a twin turbo Gallardo. that was back in uh 2012 i did that no i'm lying 2009 i had a twin turbo guillardo that i did 238.6 miles an hour wow, wow. And that was that's fast. Yeah, that that was tuned to sixteen hundred horsepower, capable of. What going was that to on the Li? Eighteen hundred. No, it was on a runway down to <laughs> Florida. Actually, uh, it was nice. an underground racing build. So wow. you know, you're talking like a friend of mine has a Huracan today that's two thousand horsepower.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Like is two this front air dam lifting? Like I mean, the car's no. gonna be lifting in the front. No, no?
4: that car's solid. So
3: so we know th- that you're passionate about cars. We we've heard about how you started your you got your first car. You did your little kit but then you got something else and how you progress into exotics. How do you drive cars? I know you're interested in these like runs and Oh yeah. H- h- how did you get involved Cannibal in that?
4: Run. Yeah. Look at this guy. Well, that's what's coming <laughs> up now, but you've done other stuff before that, right? Yeah. Yeah. My, my rally career kind of started, um, by doing local events first, like one day events, just doing local drives. And then I was invited to go to bull run. And that's where my, uh, my cross country rallying started in, uh, 2010, I participated in Bull Run, 2010, 11, and 12, uh, which is a cross-country rally. It starts at point A, ends at point Z. There's a lot of stops in between. Um, it's not timed, but you get points for what place you come in. 2010, I won best car from one of your, your friends who gave me the award with CEC, Klaus Edensberger. Nice. There you legend go, in the game. Big shout. Big right? shout. He's a huge legend. legend. in the wheel game, man. Yeah. He's, yeah. Shout out huge. to Klaus. Nah, that's my, that's yes. my boy. We yes. love Klaus. And uh, so I had a Nissan GTR, uh, slightly modified. I was pushing about uh, 700 horsepower, and that was in 2010. I ran that car in the bull run. Uh, It started in New York, ended in – where did we end on that one? That was New York to Vegas. Yeah, New York to Vegas. Um, And I won best wheels. It was, you know, nobody had a GTR. Wow! Yeah, I had, and what I, a great person to give you an award for best wheels. Yeah, right. It was awesome. Man, yeah, come on. Um, I had the first GTR in the Northeast, um, which was awesome, and that was a really fast car. I enjoyed that. So um, we, we really did well on that rally. Uh, we didn't win, didn't place, but we got best wheels, which is a cool award. And then the following year, I came back with a vengeance, <laughs> and I'm like, there is no way I am not winning. Now I wow. don't, I don't take second place lightly. I'm a very aggressive. Person, um, competitive. very competitive, very competitive. I'd, I'd, I'd sooner go to jail than lose. Wow. So, and I did go to jail three times. Stay tuned. Going from, that started in Vegas, ended in Miami. On that rally, I competed against uh, uh, Richard Rawlings. I competed against uh, uh, Robbie Gordon, NASCAR driver. Okay, I know. Um, yep. Klaus was competing, a couple of other guys, and uh, I took first place and I won. Wow. Um, How that was Richard Rawlings? And you only to, had to go to, to jail, go jail three times. <laughs> How was Richard? Me really and Richard have a love-hate relationship. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. We love to hate each other. Oh. We're, no, no, <laughs> we're, we love to hate yeah. each other. No, we're, we're cool, but, you know, he he didn't participate in the whole rally. He only did a portion of the rally. And oh, he did the VIP. When, s- when, when he first showed up. In, and scoop out. Know. When he first showed up, the first thing he said Let's to me say, was, don't. you know, <laughs> I, uh, I heard you're pretty good. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. I said, you know, things have been going pretty well. He goes, yeah, we'll see. And he could not beat me. So I don't know if that's the reason why he dropped out or if he just was like, all right, we came, we saw, we did our thing. That right. was before he had his show. So oh, okay. um, he had one bull run a couple of times, but I took it to another level. Bull run used to be more exotic cars. I took it to a, a competitive level, which, you know, was crazy. I mean, I, listen, I did a lot of crazy things, and I, you know, stuff that I wouldn't recommend to anybody. I mean... I was in Texas one time. I, I did 200 miles an hour for about 18 minutes straight. I went from, um, from uh, Lachlan, Nevada to Las Vegas, 99 miles in 33 minutes. Wow. Yeah, people don't you like, know? you just said 18 minutes. So people would be like, ah, oh, 18
1: minutes ain't that long. Yeah, you that's long. Work. 200 yeah, miles 200, at 18 200 minutes? 200 miles an hour. Your, right, your risk of getting pulled over is very high. Right.
4: <laughs> Not you, only is it very high, but you can also damage things. And, and God forbid, you, you know, listen, last right. thing you ever want to do is put anybody's life in danger. Absolutely. Now, I will never put anybody, any civilian in danger. Right. I will only do it if it's an open road with nobody around. And the only person in danger would be myself. And I'm putting myself at risk. And that's a, that's a factor that I have right. to assess. Um.
3: Because you're winning. That is yeah. pretty scary, though. Yeah, so
4: after, after the first year, um, we changed our, our team motto to uh, uh, first or jail. <laughs> first or jail. And nice. then the third year, we changed it to first and jail. Oh, Because wow. we were like, we're taking first place and going, and jail going to, and to jail. jail. Right. So I, I took back-to-back wins, first place, two years in a row, which has never been done in bull run history, which was awesome. You know, We had a really good time. Shout out to the bull run guys. They haven't done bull run in a couple of years now. But, uh, you know, we had a great time. And, you know, I did a couple other rallies in between. Nothing competitive. Um, and then uh, I hosted my own rally called The Hunt, which was a scavenger hunt. That was competitive. We had a good time. And now this year I'm uh, proud to announce that I'm not only a guest, but, you know, participating and helping with uh, Cannonball Run, which is a new rally that was started last year. Very yeah. exciting stuff. Very Cannonball Run is really a very elitist rally, I should say. Um, it was designed elitist by, in the best way. Right? In the best way, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was designed by a bunch of guys who have been on Gumball, Gold Rush, Bull Run, and a couple of the other rallies, and they basically picked apart all those rallies, figured out what they didn't like, put that in the garbage disposal. Right. Whatever they liked, threw into a hopper. And they sorted it out, and now they created Cannonball Run, which is a very, very special rally. Uh, it's long. It's, right. you know, 12 days. Um, it goes between U.S. and then at the end, we all fly on a private jet to Mexico where we're going to have Steve Aoki playing, which nice. is pretty cool. Nice. Uh, you stay at six- to seven-star hotels and resorts all around the country. It um, looks like uh, my boy Ice-T is coming. Nice. Uh, We got a couple of other prospects, including yourself. (laughs) Yes.
1: That's on a bucket list of mine. I have to do it. I just, the the two week
4: thing could be pretty tough, but I think I'm going to have to suck it up and do it. You know, it starts in Detroit this year, and then uh, we eventually wind up in uh, Colorado. And, uh, you know, we take a nice tour of the U.S. through a lot of different scenic routes, some of the best restaurants you're ever going to eat at in your life. Um, so I love that, and yeah, it, it's places that you'd never go to. I like, mean, just for that, just yeah, the restaurants. yeah just you know, for the restaurants yeah. alone I, and the I've hotels. Been, I love I, hotels too. Yeah. Their I, beds been, are like,
1: yeah, the nice ones, <laughs> right. You Fall into the bed, you're like, I don't even want to get yeah. up. But for,
3: forget about just the nice ones, like, even the beds at Marriott's are like, you don't even want to get out of that thing. And the I, other, mean, I mean, not even you like know, a that's swanky like, hotel.
1: that's when you get really good sleep, right? I'm like, the best sleep The best sleep is really to me a hotel, it's like if that bed is really comfortable. Yeah. You know if you're in a bed. You just sink right yeah, in. If you, yeah, right. if you sink right in, you're like, like, like hogey, I'm you're not even trying you. to get it. You're like, It yeah. yeah. doesn't matter what time you go to bed. And you, you know just, what's crazy is they know it, too. Like,
3: Marriott sells <laughs> the beds. Like, if you, they're like, oh, you love the bed? Just go on the website. You can buy it. <laughs> yeah, you it. can buy it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's no, like, it's like yeah. five grand, but. Really? You know, yeah. It's the, crazy,
4: wow. though, because, you know, on this rally, what's good about this particular rally versus others is you're never going to eat at any of these restaurants the rest of your life. Right. You know, a lot of the other rallies, they're like, oh, tonight we're going to STK. Like, I've been to STK. like, oh, <laughs> like Ruth Chris. You know, or right. Ruth Chris or Palms right. or something like that. Right. They don't go to those places. They go to places that are like you top notch, it. yeah, Michelin exclusive, chefs, right. exclusive, right. really top, top. Um, a lot of people come in from Europe. Uh, and what I love about the rallies and what I've always loved about them is the networking. I've also remained friends with a lot of the people. I do business with them on a regular basis. I mean, me and Klaus, we do business all the time. Um, and a lot of the other guys. And you get to know some really good people. What's know? the right. website for that?
3: Do you have yeah, a website it, for that? Yeah, people just want to get it at, like, stop imagining uh, be it a, and take a look you at it. you, got, run. There can, you go. And they you got can the most them. iconic name. Can I mean, can yeah, ball, that's... Yeah, Cannonball can Run Rally, baby. Right. There you go. Iconic. And, uh,
4: yeah. It's, it, and also, the cars that are coming are some cars that you will never get to experience, you know, driving with in your life. It doesn't matter what you drive. It doesn't, like, listen, you could be driving a BMW 3 Series. You can come on the rally. Right. It's not might about that. be a that. Dodge Hellcat. Right. right. It's yeah. not about that. But I will tell you that on the rally, there absolutely will be Veyron's. There will be Pagani Huayras. There will be Koenigsegg's. There will be La Ferraris. There will be 918's, Carrera GT's. Just all for the that alone. Top notch right. oh, cars. Oh, man. And, you know, these That's are the, the three, wish list. You know, and then, of course. Listen, flying. I mean, what's better than getting on a private 747? Right. I got to get one of my sponsors. Not, not, not a Learjet. Not like a Learjet. No, right. no. We're getting on a private 747. I'm Trump on style. Yeah. I am definitely on this. To Mexico. It ends in Cancun. Nice. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be and a huge one. And you know party. there's going to be some debauchery down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah we're going to have a good time. <laughs> not only is there debauchery well, all there. along the way, but I mean the epicenter in uh cancun for a couple of days just to chill it's like and then, it's you, almost got, like a, and then you got steve ioki yeah i mean <laughs> steve
1: ioki <laughs> Yeah, oh, oh he's definitely doing yeah. that house uh, throwing, yeah. throwing cake at everybody uh, yeah, yeah exactly.
4: you know that's his thing <laughs> it'll be a good time so that that's my next venture that's you know cannibal run i'll be participating in that um yeah so we're I mean, gonna
1: need your skills also we're gonna need uh
4: you and your guys skills on uh unique rides too oh hell yeah yeah we're yeah. lace that up. We got to get that it's up. It's going to be man. exciting. yeah, yeah so we got a great you know, season coming up. What's become a huge part of these rallies are the raps. Yes, right. so these, Who wants these, to these guys bang up go their crazy? Cards? Right. I mean, crazy. There was a guy who did like the Incredible Hulk. He was like bursting out of the hood. It was like nuts. <laughs> yeah, nice. I mean, people go crazy with the raps. People yeah, who wrap really them like hot. police cars. They one guy did a border <laughs> patrol. Nice. Um, you know, just everything, Pac Man, you name it, they they wrap it. It's it's nuts. a lot a lot of digital raps. Yeah. I'm gonna do something yeah. nice. Yeah.
1: come on. That's the that's the whole trick of doing the Hellcat. Do something really nice. Something crazy. I, I guess. My deal. Yeah, awesome. Do something nice. Yeah, I'm getting a little excited. When is this thing in? It's September. It's right? September. Yeah, oh, it's yeah we September. got some time. We got some yeah. time. Got a shout out. <sighs> a couple of people. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, this could be great. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's really a, it's really a good time. And and listen, you, you listen, you're gonna know me on the rally, so we get to spend a lot more quality time together. Away yep. from work. Yeah, you know? right. outside of work. Listen, yeah, I'm going to take a That's going right. to be my vacay. vacation, actually. Yeah, this is my motorsports vacation. Yeah, that's what I vac- love to do. Listen, there are guys that take their golf clubs, and they ship them down to Miami, and they go golfing for a week. Right. Okay? This is your version of this that. This is my version of that. Right. I'm going to ship my car to Detroit, and I am going to drive like crazy. Yeah, for I'm, I'm going to definitely week, do this. Yeah. 10 days. Yeah. That's, all that's my bucket what I love. Is. That's what I love. Guys, yeah. some guys like, you know, going hunting. But see, now you got them, like, super excited. I am You got them super excited. Before, it was just
3: like, yeah, we're going to do it. Like. I'll start it, then you fly. Well, now, now he's you got be me doing shop- it the whole time. Yeah,
1: now you got me actually like bringing it up on like conference calls. Conference calls.
4: calls. <laughs> yeah, you got me yeah. bringing it up on. Conference but see, here's, calls here's, here's the problem, that, though. I'm gonna warn you. What? Once you do it once,
1: you're hooked. You're hooked. That? That's gonna be tough. I mean, but you're hooked. I, I gotta get. I actually gotta. I gotta definitely get permission. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but <laughs> you know. But seriously, you know no, we no. have to work on with Will though. Like Production. he needs this. He needs
4: this. Like. It's huge exposure. Yeah. It's great. Well, not only just nah, for, not the so exposure, for the exposure, but he needs exposure. to take a little bit of a break. Oh, absolutely. That's, you know why, I it. That's, That's right. why I do. That's the right. I do. Bro, I grind nonstop. Right. I like, think I would have a lot. I'm of I'm running doing five I businesses. So I'm up at six a.m. I'm worked. Right. I work till midnight every night. And this is what I do. This is what I love. Like on the way over here today, I was just telling you, I met a guy on the side of the road. You know, that called me, wanted to come to the shop. I'm like, well, I'm headed out that way because he lives right around here. So I met him on the side of the road, and I have all the samples in my car and just sold another wrap. (laughs) See? Look at that. (laughs) So I'm I'm always grinding. But this is like my only downtime. It's what I really enjoy. And, you know, listen, I love going away with my kids for a weekend and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I want to enjoy myself when I'm on vacation. What do I enjoy? I enjoy being behind the wheel of a machine. Right. I'm definitely going to
1: pull that. That fat cat, let
4: me tell right. you something.
1: The fat cat's oh, yeah, coming. On. I, yeah. First of
4: all, that's a great car to do this in. Right? Yeah. Because it's listen, comfy my, too. My, oh, my, very my, comfy. my spiker, I did a rallying. No,
1: I drove right. a spike. No. I drove Buster spiker. That thing, I don't know. It's beautiful. It's, it's right. gorgeous. But, but that's not after fifteen you minutes, right? <laughs> you and don't the, want and this thing. rally. This rally a little Manhattan. longer than fifteen. Minutes. I drove it to the hat one time, and I'm telling you. I, don't know, I just felt like you the, want the Shifter, back. The shift like I felt like a fiat, and I'm like, yo, this Shifter, man. Yeah, I don't know. That car beat you. No, You need rally, a good yeah. car for a rally. You yeah. need to be comfortable. comfortable. You have to sit inside that that that. Right. It's that, a long trip.
4: That seat yeah. you want to fall into it. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be taking a little competition for you, so don't worry nice I got, my, right. I got my Audi S8 modified I'll be taking. It. that's okay. nice yeah, you, yeah. Yo, he showed me that Audi that thing oh has, I showed
1: you it looks like it's t- it belongs in the movie Twister <laughs> 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 like it's, it's like a Doppler in the car <laughs> yo it's crazy he has all kind of it's, it's it's pretty set up yeah his, his, his thing is set up for all kinds He's of good, stuff uh, every one of, of his mischief. cars all kinds yeah. of mischief for that car yeah but you know I, I want to say thank you for coming tonight and you know tell everybody where they can find you I mean yeah, absolutely.
4: I'll go down the list. I mean, we got a little yes. bit of a list. So we got two Please. seconds here. Uh, well, you could find me at Art of Rap NY. That's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and, and that's uh, W R
3: A P. Right. That's
4: A R T O F W R A P N Y. You could find uh, ex- at Exotics Rally on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat. Uh, that Snapchat covers all my stuff, all my debauchery. You also, what about that. your podcast? I've been on Sub's yeah, podcast. been before. on my podcast, which is at Car Lifestyle. Uh, it's the Car Lifestyle podcast. I'm part of the Car Lifestyle team. We have an Instagram that boasts over 4 million followers now. And Huge. our podcast has over a million. So check out our podcast, Car Lifestyle. We have like uh, about 50 episodes under our belt. Look at that and We're on in our 8th yeah. That's alright You episode. gotta start somewhere right Yeah we're like on our 8th ninth. You know yeah. we're just like Little babies crawling right. And again I'm Seth Rose You can find me on all Social media platforms uh, And uh, feel free to email me Reach out to me We answer everybody Nobody And let me tell you unanswered. something You're gonna see Seth On Unique
1: Rides And you will see Seth We're gonna be doing An event together Unique Car Show believe that It will be amazing Absolutely. I've been waiting for years to do this. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be epic. Thank you, my brother, for coming through. Thank you. And you are in the building.
4: Absolutely. Thanks.
3: Unique radio is powered by Oriful. Orifl has a product range where you will find many of the top brands encountered in the target industries of graphic film, reflective sheetings, and industrial purpose adhesive tapes. Visit WillCastro.com and click on the Orifl banner to get a sample card with the newest unique colors by Will Castro. The Orifl brands are known and trusted in the industry for their consistent high quality backed up by years of industry experience, top customer service, and excellence in
0: meeting market requirements. Visit them on the web at oriflrestyling.com. Unique Radio is a production of Willpower Films, executive produced by Will Castro, with senior producer Medina Parwana, technical producer Ricky Bonet, producer-engineer Jim Bibby, with original music by DJ Bobby Castro, courtesy of Willpower Films.